Welcome to the latest episode of the Integrated Architecture podcast series. I'm your host, Rita Hidalgo, and in this episode, we will talk to Steve Ludwig about safety. The traditional thought of safety and productivity being mutually exclusive no longer applies. The current standards and the technologies that are available today will allow you to actually improve productivity while maintaining safety. Please stay tuned. Well, Steve, thanks for joining us today. Could you start by introducing yourself and explaining what you do for Rockwell Automation? Sure. My name is Steve Ludwig. I am the Programs Manager for Safety at Rockwell Automation. So. so safety is a word that can mean different things to different people. What exactly does it mean? Safety as it's defined in manufacturing is actually the absence of unacceptable risk. So it's really a question of what is acceptable risk. The only truly safe machine is one that is de-energized mechanically and electrically and is basically sitting there on the plant floor doing nothing. Obviously has little value to a manufacturer. So there is a level of acceptable risk in order to actually make a machine productive. The question is, what is the level of acceptable risk? There are three specific types of safety that we generally talk about. Uh, one is machinery safety, one is process safety, and the third is electrical safety. And they differ in some significant ways. Uh, machinery safety tends to mean that when uh, somebody could be in a hazardous situation, it generally shuts the machine down. Process safety differs from machinery safety in that while you want a machine to shut down to prevent injury, with process safety, it's about doing a coordinated shutdown. So it's about keeping the system running in a way that the operators and technicians can shut it down without allowing tanks to or pipes to overpressurize, contaminate the environment, or hurt people in the surrounding area or community. And third is electrical safety, which is generally when we talk about it is about arc flash. Um, arc flash is a, particularly a topic in the Americas where it kills on average a person a day in the United States and sends about 2,000 people per year to burn units. So when we talk about arc flash safety, there's, there's two elements. There's the personal protective equipment, which is pointed out by standards, and then there's also uh, arc flash resistant equipment that can reduce the impact of an arc flash incident when it occurs. So that's the overview of safety. How can businesses go about making sure their environment is safe? Businesses usually at some point have what we refer to as the epiphany. They take a look at the number of injuries occurring over a period of time and at some point they decide this is unacceptable. It may be a particular incident that draws fines or undue attention. It may be reputational risk. You know, when you're looking at a company-wide safety program, it essentially has four elements to it. The first is an audit so that you understand where all of your machinery is and then you do a, a conformity audit which prioritizes those machines based on the level of risk involved, the significance of an injury if it does occur, and the frequency of exposure to that risk. So you prioritize those A, B, and C and you start going through those which ones are in conformance with current global safety standards. The ones that are not, you would then do assessments to determine what the risks are associated with that machine. And then finally, uh, you would develop a mitigation plan in order to get rid of or mitigate those risks. So it sound, safety sounds like a word that it would compromise productivity. What have you seen in your experience? 
that's kind of a common misperception that, that safety and productivity are mutually exclusive. Uh, sometimes you hear, you know, that safety system shut me down. Well, to me, that's kind of analogous to saying I didn't get to work on time because the brakes in my car slowed me down. A safety system is put in place to prevent someone from getting hurt, which would therefore cause even more of a loss of productivity. But the newer safety standards and the newer safety technologies that have really just come out over the past couple of years, particularly the standards that allow for the use of those technologies, improve the productivity by using safety. In fact, there's been uh, numerous studies done that have shown that the safest companies are also the most productive. Statistically, if you look at the upper 20%, the best-in-class manufacturers, and compare them to the averages, the best-in-class have 5 to 7% higher OEE, 2 to 4% less unscheduled downtime, and less than half the number of injuries per employee per year. Safety equals productivity. So other than productivity increases, why should businesses use safety products? Really, it depends on a couple of factors. The main one is what geography you're in, because that will tell us what kind of standards apply to the equipment. But the bigger reason is simply to keep your employees safe. It's the right thing to do. And of course, as you just mentioned, it improves productivity. There's also a reputational risk. If a plant gets a reputation as a bad place to work, people don't want to work there. Even as we look at places like Asia Pacific where safety has not been traditionally as important, people get into the middle class and they start viewing themselves as more important. So people want to be able to go home safe at night is the first thing. When I talk about the geography and the region that you're in, different standards apply in different regions. In Europe, the responsibility is put on the machine builder to provide a safe machine. In North America, it's the responsibility of the manufacturer to provide a safe working environment. Is North America and Europe the main areas concerned about safety, or is it a worldwide concern? No, it's a global concern. The standards are usually driven out of Europe. They seem to be the most safety conscious, but if you look at standards that are currently uh, most prevalent, there's an ISO designation. The ISO means that it's an international standard. It's actually put together by an international body, and there are corresponding standards in other regions that roughly match that. Machinery designation, for example, is EN ISO 13849-1, and that is generally the machinery standard that's accepted in Europe to meet the European Machinery Directive. So it, it generally does go around the globe, and eventually the same standards get accepted, and then there's usually the next round. But standards are a global issue. There are slightly different standards depending on which region you happen to be in, but it is a global concern. In order to meet these standards, businesses would need to use safety products. What kinds are available? Generally, a safety system consists of several elements. There's the inputs, which may be, uh, say, a, a light curtain or a safety mat. Secondly is you have a logic device, which may be as simple as a relay, or it may be as complex as an integrated safety controller. Then you have the outputs to that, which may be a drive or a servo or simply an electrical device that shuts down a machine. So you have this complete safety circuit. So from what you're saying, these products work very well together to make a complete system. Absolutely. You know, there's other equipment too, and one of the things that I think is interesting about this is that typically we used to think of machinery safety, and then we thought of process safety with, with hot backups, essentially. And then there really wasn't a lot of technology and equipment available to prevent arc flash incidents. But today, there are very specific safety equipment in all three of those areas. When we talk about arc flash, there are MCCs that have a reinforced structure to contain a blast when it happens. 
to uh, actually lower the rating when an employee comes in within a certain proximity of that uh, MCC. And then there is also what we call a chimney that will actually route the energy from the blast out the top instead of out toward an employee. So there's a lot of technology in a lot of different areas that's available. With all these different technologies available to keep people safe, what are the main industries using them? You know, virtually all industries do. It'll be a different combination depending on the industry. If you're talking about um, automotive and tire, for example, that's typically machinery safety. And they'll also have arc flash safety. If you're looking at oil and gas, that's typically process safety, and they'll also have arc flash safety in there. If it's mining, that can be an interesting combination of a number of them, because if you're, depending on what you're mining, that could be a specialty chemical application that could have machinery process and arc flash. So most industries have specific safety standards. The combination of equipment used to achieve that level of safety, uh, what we call acceptable risk, will vary depending on the industry, though. Is there anything else that you would like to tell us about safety? You know, the main thing that people need to remember, that the traditional thought of safety and productivity being mutually exclusive no longer applies. The, the current standards, most of them that have just come out in the last couple of years, and the technologies that are available today, as well as techniques, will allow you to actually improve productivity while keeping people safe, uh, like safe speed control and uh, what we call zone control for robotics. So there's a lot of different ways to improve productivity while maintaining safety. And overall, that improves your profitability. It reduces your costs that, that injuries incur. It improves your actual uh, number of products per hour, so your actual productivity and throughput. And also, there's a lot of indirect costs that are associated with this. You know, nobody wants to work at a place that is unsafe, so therefore you can get better employees at a lower labor rate and you have fewer labor grievances. You have uh, fewer uh, discrepancies with the government and fines and things like that when, when you have a safe plant. So it makes perfect sense to have a really solid safety program in your plant. All right. Well, thank you, Steve, for coming. That was very informative, and I'm glad you were able to speak with us about safety. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Thank you for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Integrated Architecture podcast series. To hear other podcasts or to find other integrated architecture tools, please visit our website at www.ab.com slash go slash IA tools. Thank you.